Okay, welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast. And today we are talking about the Marvel movie of 2022, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which attempts to show what has happened after some elements of Endgame and also Spider-Man No Way Home. This one is directed by Sam Raimi, who had done a previous Spider-Man or previous iteration of Spider-Man, the... Toby Maguire, Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Two were successful. The third one was not. The writer of this is Michael Waldron, who I don't know anything that you have done, but it looks like he has done a whole bunch of Rick and Morty. He had done Loki series, which ties into some of this stuff. He has done a movie called Heels, and he has not had a lot of writing experience. Movie stars Benedict Cumberbund, Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> oh my God. And Chiwetel Ejiofor and a couple other people. So Zachil Gomez, which uh, Benedict Wands in the movie. Rachel McAdams is also in the movie. So you're kind of met with America Chavez, who is just like the Zachil Gomez. And Doctor Strange or iteration of Doctor Strange are kind of running through the multiverse at some point, and Doctor Strange dies. She meets up with the, I guess, six one six iteration of Doctor Strange, the one that we're familiar with again, the post No Way Home Doctor Strange, and is like, "Hey, it's you." And well, how do you know me? I don't know you. And that also starts to become her explaining that she's come from another dimension. And in her dimension, Doctor Strange were friends fighting alongside each other against something. So, in order to get some assistance, approaches Wanda Maximoff, Elizabeth Walton's character, which then turns into her having issues about what has happened in her show, WandaVision. She had a family, and her family may not have been real. So now she wants to have a family that she was losing her mind in the show. Has oh, wait, there's... Huh? I think you gloss over one thing. They had a little thing about where dreams, if you dream about yourself doing something, then you're dreaming about your multiverse self. She said a lot of dreams with her and her kids. And so she's convinced that she shifted there, She shifted dimensions. That she exactly. wants to be with her family exactly. in another dimension. Let's start with Keith. Keith, how do you feel about Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness? I liked it better than I liked the first Doctor Strange movie. It is a Sam Raimi film, for better or worse. Traditional Marvel elements in it, a lot of it is Sam Raimi stuff. A lot of Evil Dead references, outtakes there. Yeah, yeah. Generally, the action was good. I enjoyed the action. Raimi kind of went with a... He went with what he knew. And so it's not Spider-Man Sam Raimi. It's a little too far into the horror elements that he knew how to do. And I don't know how well that worked with this. But other than that, I thought the movie was good. Through the conflict, Benedict Cumberbatch was still good. I like Wong. I loved him, and I loved the character. And America Chavez didn't get on my nerves as much as I thought she would. She eh. actually grew on me towards the end. She, eh. I, I know I'm going to be unpopular on that one, but she, uh. she grew on me at the end. She wasn't as terrible as I thought she was going to be. Better than the first one. Still leagues above the Eternals. I will say that. But Matt, how did you feel? Thought the movie was okay. Very glad that there wasn't like cameo centric movie because I think that probably would have just been a cash cow grab. 
that everyone was expecting. So I'm glad I didn't see any of that in that big aspect. I was not a fan of America Chavez. Yeah, I mean, basically in the comic book, she's a part of the Young Avengers and it's one of those situations where she's the first of, she's out there. Wasn't very excited to see her on screen. Every time she was on the screen, I just rolled my eyes. I just felt she was a forced character. The thing I definitely didn't like about her is towards the end, is a spoiler. Yeah, at the end, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to go ahead and start punching people. What? Didn't think to do that like the first yeah, time? Yeah, I mean, basically, she starts It was like do, a Dark Knight moment. She tries Not to do, Dark Knight. Like, uh, this Transformer. Well, I would just say she tried to do a, a Tekken combo. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't very successful one. Yeah, I didn't like her character at all. Scarlet Witch was a beast. I was very surprised that this didn't get an R rating, considering all the violence that was happening or yeah, insinuated violence. This is probably one of the most grotesque movies as far as Marvel movies so deaths go compared to other movies. Because other movies, you like one or two where the explosion happened, you don't see anything. Nope, you saw things happen. You really did. Now, regarding, are we talking about the Illuminati? Yeah. So, the other thing is that some of the cameos that you might have heard, or might not have heard, that were referenced, turns out to be people from alternate dimensions. But So, it's Mr. Fantastic. It is Black Bolt. <laughs> which is oh, like, God. Answer Mount. <laughs> is Answer Mount from the yeah. like whatever the heck the show was Inhumans. 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 yeah that that got canceled after the first couple episodes on abc charles xavier Haley atwell captain britain and then miss marvel the whatever the heck her name is the oh uh, monica rambo yeah the, the new miss marvel the, the real miss yeah. marvel and <laughs> <laughs> So that's really all the cameos that you get, at least initially. But go ahead, Matt. Like some of the things on, I guess for me, that doesn't make sense is when they went ahead and they were about to confront the Scarlet Witch, why would the most intelligent Marvel character in history tell Scarlet Witch the weakness of Black Bolt? It's like, yeah, he'll just kill you with one... That was hilarious, though. You gotta admit that, though. I thought I was the only one that caught on that. Like, Dudes didn't last. Pointless for that to happen the way that it happened. And that seems more like a Marvel decision. It is the same equivalent to that whole scene in Endgame. I wasn't, like, wild like previous movies. It was a movie with something to fill. And, yes, it made, what, $450 million on its first weekend? At least that's the last I read. It would probably make a billion, or at least close to it. I wasn't afterward. I just got up. I was like, eh, I wasn't wild. All right. So I'm just going to say I'm disappointed in this movie. And I think for me, I expected a lot more than what we got, which is really just kind of somewhat equivalent to No Way Home's approach. Someone shows up in a different reality, wants to take over. Same approach. I know you were talking about the cameos. I was expecting more cameos. I was expecting way more cameos. There's people they could have pulled from. We'll look at this movie the same way I look at Tomorrowland. Interesting. I don't know what I wanted from this movie, but I knew kind of early on that 
this would not be the movie that I would want to come back to. And I would the first say, one I, seemed like it had more of a coherent story. I would just say that in context because at the time that first Doctor Strange movie wasn't as well received as it should be. And it was the subsequent movies that he appeared in that fleshed out his character. It's like, oh yeah, he's really good. He's really mm-hmm. powerful. And again, I say that in context. With this one, it's just really he doesn't have much to do. And again, they're making it about a whole other character. Really, instead of Doctor Strange. Benedict Wong is sidelined for most of the movie. Yeah, he's sidelined, but a lot of this was about Doctor Strange. In fact, well, uh, the America's character was it, really it's, it's about Doctor Strange because of Rachel McAdams' character. If you take that element out of that, it's really not about him. It's not about oh, anything other than Marvel needed to make a movie. The movie is above average. You look at this in the context of everything that has come before it, you know, particularly in game, or even if you're talking about a sequel. I would probably put this somewhere. It's better than maybe the second Ant-Man movie. Mm-hmm. It's better than that. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, it's the problem with Sam Raimi. And James will probably want to smack me in the face about that. <laughs> but I think he's just not the right director for this. Know that he probably had had his influence on the script. Obviously, a lot, yeah, of, it, a a lot of his hallmarks yeah. are in it. But... I expected more out of this movie other than Spider-Man No Way Home (laughs) 2.1. Now with Doctor Strange. For all this Mike talking about Multiverse of Madness going to set up all the cosmic stuff. And I'm like, I don't really see where much of this is coming from. Yeah, I didn't see any setup for the cosmic stuff. I mean, I appreciated the cameo and the look at what John Krasinski will bring to Mr. Fantastic. They were introduced. I think other than the Haley Atwell, Captain Britain, I would watch that. I would watch that. Yeah, she was good. I still don't like that actress. I'm not a fan of hers. Again, I think my problem is just, you look at Loki, what they were setting up with the multiverse and... Oh, Kane the Conqueror? Yeah, Kane the Conqueror. Like, I expected something more robust than that. I mean, because again, Loki was technically a variant in a different God. universe. It started off the several blockbusters, and I don't really see what's going on with like this next phase of Marvel movies, other than we need to be as woke as possible. It makes me not really want to be as interested in that stuff, which is juxtaposed from things like Black Panther. Or like even Ant-Man. Ant-Man 1 is a fairly good movie. It is watchable. I'm trying to see, like, oh, we're going to introduce this character and this character. I think at this point, Marvel needs to come with, like, the hits. I don't want to see the Miss Marvel show. Yet I would watch the Haley Atwell, Captain Britain, before I watch Miss Marvel. Kind of getting these watered down. Iron Man, Tony Stark should be a B-tier character. B-C-tier character. And they turned him to an A-tier character. I don't see that type of transition happening with whatever these next couple of movies are. Thor, Love and Thunder, Guardians of the Galaxy, which are known quantities, but I really don't see anything else of that caliber, of of that building the character up coming out of these next couple shows and movies. 
I don't want to say you guys are mistaken. I'll take another look-see, kind of get a feel for it, but stands up. It stands up, in my opinion. Like, it really does. I mean, like, this starts off the Phase 4. This is starting off Phase 4. Phase 4, I started. Well, I guess it started with Loki. Yeah, it started with the Eternals. Da, da, da. All right, so if that is starting off Phase 4, I don't yeah. have a lot of hope other than Black Panther, Thor Love and Thunder, and Guardians of the Galaxy. You got Ant-Man and the Wasp and the Quantum Mania. What is that going to be about other than what like this movie was about? Then you got the Marvels coming up. Who is excited uh, about that? Those are the ones that have solid dates. And where the hell is my Blade movie? They're tying it into Eternals. They better not. If Blade ain't getting butt naked with some vampires <laughs> trying to ice skate uphill. Vampire booty. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, again, it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm pretty sure there's people that like this movie. Sam Wilson and Anthony Mackie iteration of Captain America. Great show. But what else do you have out of this next phase? I mean, you had Black Widow, technically, it's phase four. Shang-Chi is okay. Spider-Man is okay. Spider-Man's okay. Spider-Man's awesome. It's okay. Oh, that's right. You didn't like Spider-Man. I didn't say I didn't like it. I just expected more out of it. Not expecting everything to be Infinity Gauntlet in-game level or Infinity War in-game level. But I'm expecting something to be overwhelmingly like, that is a great movie. Spider-Man is a good movie. It is not great. It's great. It's a that, phenomenally that, that, awesome all right. movie. That second Spider-Man movie is okay. Can we agree about that? Spider-Man No Way Home? Well, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, Far From Home. That's right. Yeah, I'm sorry. That is just an um, okay movie. Yes, I will give that. In retrospect. Yes. I would say it's an okay movie. It was not top tier best. I got you. The Eternals is trash. Again, Shang-Chi yeah, was yeah. impressive. It was impressive. I mean, Aquafina should be pissing me off, but like she was okay. She was tolerable. Black Widow was trash. <laughs> yeah, Black Widow was not. Uh... I mean, Loki was okay. And then Captain America won a soldier, or like the Captain America won a soldier was okay. I didn't like I mean, that. What? Captain America won a soldier? You didn't like that? Falcon and the Winter Soldier? <laughs> Falcon the Winter Soldier, I wasn't too. No, that enemy was horrible. Yes. Oh, you dislike that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No oh, yeah, that. yeah. I mean, like Marvel has a problem with villains. Might be not as bad in this movie, but yeah. It's like Ant Man Two, horrible. Yeah, Ant Man Two is trash. Why? Both of those characters look the same. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> how do you feel about Doctor Strange, Big Mike? I feel like I need to see it again, only because for whatever reason, I'm over there. It was like ridiculously noisy yesterday so i had a hard time concentrating at times but i will say overall i thought it was good i don't think it's on like i've seen some people say they feel like it's on the worst end of marvel and i don't feel like that like if you don't like it i would still put it like one of their mid-tier movies i think it's definitely better than the first one i disagree i agree with you mike keep going i disagree and i just say that in context where dr strange got fleshed out in the subsequent movies Looking at that movie in retrospect, I can respect that movie more than I respect this one. Go ahead. I just watched it again right before we went to go see this, and I still feel like Marvel got a lot of complaints about their origin films in the beginning. So, like Thor, 
Captain Marvel. Guardians was good. Iron Man was good, but then Iron Man 2 and 3, you could go in. No, um, I would say that the first Captain America is okay. I, I think that's okay, too. Yeah, I know some I, people don't like that movie, but I would say it's okay. Yeah. I saw it as well. But in that context, I would put that above Doctor Strange. It was okay, but I said, much like four, Strange got fleshed out later to where, like I said, even when I saw Infinity War, I was like, why the hell wasn't that in that? Right. At some point, I will say, like, this movie, they fleshed them out even more. You're definitely seeing just how knowledgeable he is of his powers now. It's like, it's really cool to see how he's. Everything he's learned, how he's applying it now, how he uses them. Like I say, after Infinity War, you're looking like, yo, Doctor Strange is a badass. What the hell? Like, I didn't think it was, he was on that level. And now, you might feel a bit differently. Wanda being the villain, I don't know if I would have went that route. Agreed. I don't have a problem with it, but like, I mean, essentially, you went through the whole hurt and pain thing through WandaVision. So, mm-hmm. essentially, what was the point of, her just going even more ape shit. Let's just be honest. She was going to argue outside of the snap. She killed more people in this damn movie than Thanos did. But <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Like, what's going She on? went off. Like, I mean, the only difference is that it wasn't in our universe. So as her body count rose, when she did the Black Bolt, I was like, there's no redemption for her. She can never no. come back from this. Yeah, Black she Bolt, she, <laughs> she cursed his ass. They that said, was funny. She cursed he's him. Been, he's being generous, not opening his mouth. She said, what mouth? And I was like, oh. God. No, no. The damn like, don't, don't do over. it. I'm like, don't do it. I mean, he prayed with what the fuck and oh, <laughs> this head came in. Like, oh no, 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 no. And I would just say also the Charles Xavier in this one was kind of condemning Doctor Strange and it was like, hey, do this, huh? Like half of his comic book issues are from the stuff he's done. So Supreme has done some fucked up shit on Tony Stark level, like worse than Tony Stark ever did. And it, it kind of fit with the character, but again, it's kind of... From a comic book fan standpoint, the way they handled the Illuminati, I could really bitch and gripe about it because it's almost like you just kind of did it just to do it. Mm-hmm. The only payoff would be is if later on down the line, you essentially do it more similar to the comics versus the fan service Illuminati that they did. Happy about the John Krasinski cameo. Yeah, I like that. Say whatever. Which had already been rumored for months, but the bigger rumor was always Tom Cruise. And that was the one that everybody kept harping on. was like, oh, Tom Cruise is going to be the Tony Stark. And I'm sitting there like, eh. I don't know. I ain't even heard like a tidbit of him even being on set. Krasinski, I had heard about. So I wasn't ultimately shocked. I was just kind of like, okay, so it was true. And if anything, it gave me more hope of Fantastic Four. He will literally be Mr. Fantastic now because be once people early on said, well, he's a Mr. Fantastic from a different universe. But by the way this movie went, there were a number of Doctor Stranges throughout the universe. So to me, I don't see why Earth 616, Mr. Fantastic, wouldn't be him. Mm-hmm. So Agreed. if that's your one introduction, then that's good. Because now we're just, okay, who are the other three going to be? And I know, like I said, they've had conversations with Emily Blunt. I just don't know if it's inked and all the other kind of stuff. The Charles Xavier thing, cool. It was nice to see him in the yellow wheelchair. Join you all were talking kind of about the fan service thing. It's like, okay, again, where are we going with this? Is he going to be in all the X-Men movies moving forward? Because let's just be honest, Patrick Stewart's getting old. So nah, he's done. Yeah. You can't sit up here and tell me, oh, we're going to do Professor X down the line. You have to do the younger iteration of Professor X because as Keith and I had talked about Star Trek Picard, 
he is pretty rough in that show. Even if you had Ian McKellen do a cameo, he's getting up there. Pretty much a back to square one with X-Men. So you did this, you gave us the fan service thing, but now where are you going to go with it? Clearly, I don't think Scarlet Witch is dead. I will say that. And I know that for a couple of reasons. But because Olsen resigned a contract. So she's not. Oh. Gonna, and for what I understand, she's actually going to get a big push still. Seven year deal or seven movie deal. Yeah, it's like seven years. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I heard there's someone doing okay. the whole Scarlet trilogy and all. It's like. like uh, I'm down with that. I'm down. Done. Uh, all right. I feel a little bit better about the movie now. I actually felt bad. You know? I'm like, oh, this kind of sucked. My so, issue, again, I think it just felt a little too small scale. It felt Maz Mikkelsen's character. It was like Kelsey is what? Icenius. Icenius. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It just, I don't see any distinction between what he was doing and what Wanda was doing. That her decision making was flawed because of the dark home, the influence of that dark home. And also, when she got to the thrones, basically, that's what it was, the throne to her, because it's false. She said they've been waiting on me. So, I mean, I get the purpose of it now. She became the Scarlet Witch. She, like he said, she's made peace with the fact of, hey, like Dr. Strange, you don't have kids. You made it up. They ain't real. You can't go to another universe and do whatever you're doing. It's not going to work. And now, all right, nobody's going to have a deal with me again. I'm dead, whatever. But now, the real purpose of it was Dr. Strange has it, because clearly that's what all that meant at the end. Everything that he's already seen in the other universe, now we have to wonder, okay, what is he going to do going forward? Because, I mean, he's maintaining, hey, I'm good. I'm not one of them. I'm not going to be them. But clearly, we got to understand that's probably where it's going. And the fact that they said Dr. Strange will return, we already know Bender Cumberbatch isn't going anywhere. Plus, it's in the interview. Yeah, there's so many other stories we still need to tell. So, that's clearly, uh, I've resigned. I'm good. I'm not going anywhere. You'll see me again. Clear his wife coming into the place was awesome. I am kind of shocked that they didn't have vision. Like, I thought that, yeah, might be- yeah, I was kind of like, what the hell was going on with that? I like, would say um, vision and Loki because, again, I mean, they were setting up some stuff towards the end of Loki that would make it likely that he should be somehow involved in this, right? Yeah, King the Conqueror. I thought that was going to be one post credit scene. I was like, well. Because they shifted around, so Ant-Man's going to be after Thor, if I'm not mistaken now. So I was kind of shocked that they didn't even have that little tidbit. <laughs> and then they, I still trust Mong. I trust Foggy. I mean, hell, they just had a retreat to plan out the next 10 years. So <laughs> I still feel like right uh, it's just dude. a question of, I guess, where's the train head now? Because if I'm not mistaken, I want to say Thor ends Phase 4 or whatever it is. And then it moves on to 5 with Guardians and all that, so... Well, man, as we talking about, like Phase Four was Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I, let's just be honest. We've already said this repeatedly. After Endgame and just pulling all that off, and then I, I'd even go as far as Spider Man: Far From Home, which is not the stronger out of the three, but still decent due to Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. You would say. Like I said, Marvel's going to be tested because, like, okay, 20-plus, can you really keep this going and not have a chink in the armor anywhere? And Black Widow, of course, was the first misstep because we all said, okay, number one, should have been a Disney Plus show if you really want to do it. Two, if you're going to move it and put it out as a movie, it should have been out long before Infinity War. But then you went Shang-Chi. A successful move. And then what am I going to say? Was it Spider-Man after that? Because all the delays. Shang-Chi Eternals. 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 Okay, which yeah, the mess. a lot of people don't like, but I 
and like you said, you appreciate what the first Doctor Strange was. I appreciate what Eternals was because <laughs> Eternals is literally setting up Galactus. This is literally the only purpose of that movie. I understand that. I understand that. But <laughs> the Eternals did not yeah. need to exist in order for Galactus to show up. Galactus could have well, showed up. Well, you gotta have. You gotta, you gotta give saying, him Galactus could have showed up in this movie. Somehow he's attracted to the fact that he can sense another reality. It shows up here. Maybe with yeah, the Silver Surfer. The same way Ant-Man and the Wasp was done to set up the Quantum Realm. That movie's not successful. They did. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm just telling you. Eternals explains Galactus when he shows up. Gigantic Celestial, we know they already exist. We got it. So when he shows up like, yo, I'm devouring the world, there's no question mark as, okay, we don't have to cover nothing because we already explained in Eternals. Yeah, he's a Celestial. He's doing his thing. He's doing his Celestial thing. What you can do is you can then focus on Silver Surfer because that's really the one you got to focus on if I'm going to do it. Ant-Man or Thor ends this phase. I think Thor ends this phase. And I just feel that once you got all of the big characters out of the way in the phase three iteration of Marvel, now you're just dealing with a lot of C-tier characters that some people might be interested in. You still have Thor, you still have Guardians of the Galaxy, but other than Blade... (laughs) There's not anyone that really excites me until there's either a Fantastic Four and or X-Men equivalent movie. Everything else in between that does not matter. For the company that helped things that matter, that they made Iron Man, they made you care about Captain America. They made you care about Black Widow. I can't get the same level of care out of Ms. Marvel. I can't get the same care out of America Chavez. I can't get the same care about the Eternals, unfortunately. <laughs> but I, I just don't care about them. Loki I care about. They made you care about Loki. Tom Hiddleston is just a great actor, but like Haley Atwell, I care about her. I want to see Captain Britain. But I don't care about like any of these lesser characters at this point. The new generation of Marvel, maybe post 2012-2013, which is some of what you're getting right now. Maybe it's just a generational thing. I didn't grow up with them, but I can't get excited about that. What character are you thinking about specifically? You're not really... I'm talking about the Miss Marvel show. Uh, okay, I got you, I got you, I got you. America Chavez. <laughs> nah. Like I said, she wasn't as horrible as I thought she was. In particular. Be, but... <laughs> I say saying much, though. Just because I expected more out of this and I know Marvel has a capability of delivering something great. And I don't feel like this is great. We have seen Marvel at its greatest, which is Infinity War and also Endgame. We have seen Marvel great, which is Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah. That, that movie fires yeah. all cylinders oh. from the get-go. Thor Ragnarok. Great movie. It's not up there with Infinity War Endgame, but it's a great movie. Yeah. The next tier down would be like Guardians of the Galaxy. And then the tier down from that would be this movie. (laughs) So that's like good and then okay. And it's just like, again, we have seen Marvel 
deliver almost a perfect movie or perfect two movies. Spider-Man. Spider-Man 1 is okay. It's a good movie. Spider-Man Far From Home is that next year down, (laughs) which is an okay movie. So Spider-Man is a good movie. Spider-Man 1 is a good movie. Spider-Man 3, good movie. Spider-Man 2, not good. (laughs) But it's just like I, I can't get on board with this movie in the context of the characters that are involved in it. And this is a story that we got out of it. Do you think this would have benefited more if it was no Wanda? I think it would have benefited if Sam Raimi did not direct it because there's too many hallmarks of what he does in this. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people complain about that. And I, I like Sam Raimi. I mean, again, James would like smack me and disown me because <laughs> Sam Raimi is his boy. Yeah, I know. Watch Army of Darkness. I love Army of Darkness. Great mm-hmm. movie. I've watched Army of Darkness with James. <laughs> And Evil Dead. I think it's that. I think it's Wanda. I think Mordo could have been a stronger villain. Yeah, that was a waste. Yeah, because they basically just wrote off his character. They were setting something up at the end of the first movie. And then with this movie, it's just totally unfulfilled. You can't recover from that. Because whatever Doctor Strange 3 is, is not going to be about him. Because they already had the sidekick, which is Benedict Wong. And then you can't bring him back in that capacity or ha- have him be equivalent to Doctor Strange. Well, he's going to be a villain. Like it, he's. I mean, if they do make him a villain, it'll be the weak villain of maybe he summons Galactus. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like a lot of things were ruined in this movie because of some of the decision making involved. And uh-huh. another point that I was making is that this really started integrating all those characters that Marvel got when the Fox deal was complete. I mean, one is stronger in Endgame and also Infinity War. She's at her best in that. This one, I'm just saying the, the early episodes of the TV show knocked the character down a little bit, but the end picked it back up. She does some things in the movie, but I don't feel like her character is as strong as she was. I would probably say she might be Ultron level Wanda in this movie. Uh, really? I thought she was pretty goddamn powerful. I thought she was overpowered. Like she was no, I mean, fucked up shit. Like powerful. I just I don't know. And I like I said, I'm not saying that I didn't like her. I just after a while I was even going for her. Like, what the fuck? It, it just felt a little too small scale. For what this movie should have been. Oh, so you thought she should have been more of a world spending continents and stuff? Or I mean, again, well, I guess we were talking about Loki and right. what Loki was setting up, which uh-huh. seems to be interesting because some of that is the cosmic stuff, the, I wouldn't say dimensional shifting, but Loki's uh-huh. a variant. Doctor Strange saw a variant of himself die. American Chavez apparently is a variant. So it's like, where were they going with that? And this is what you get out of it. Yeah, but the variant thing they were talking about in Loki was was specific to time, not different dimensions, not different realities. But it's still the same concept. I understand what you're talking about with time. It feels like it's the same concept. And then also with Spider-Man was also explored. And I think having those two movies be so close together Mm-hmm. Also, may not help because that movie also just came out on home video a month and a half ago. And again, it just felt a little too small scale 
for what we got, which is the same point that I had made about Spider-Man. Not to say Spider-Man is bad. All I right. just expected more. All right. So let's go to scores. So, Keith, what score would you give? 7.5. Thought it was good. Enjoyed it. I will definitely watch it again. Probably because I really like the character Doctor Strange now. Since Endgame. Cumberbatch got his character down packed. It was a little shaky with his first movie. I thought they should have had him gaining his powers and learning his craft over the course of the, the Marvel movies. They weren't dealing with the mundane shit that they were fucking with. This one, he was found on all cylinders. I would say that he's the best part about the movie to me in a mediocre movie. Hope that they did a little bit more Wong. I didn't like how they sidelined him the way they did. Wanda's yo-yo. And I, I felt bad about Wanda. And I guess the, the biggest reason for that is I like the last couple of episodes of WandaVision. They got me invested in the character again. And to see her kind of backslide to that level, I was just like, ah, you understand what's happening, but you're like, this is a slow moving train wreck of destruction. Hey, she's not coming back from this. There's no redemption for this for her. So kind of her end and it seals another Avengers fate from the previous movies. Again, I liked it. I give it a 7.5. There were some, definitely some elements I didn't like. Personally, I thought I was going to hate America Chavez. I did not hate her. That's a plus in my opinion. So 7.5. Watch it. Matt. I've seen this movie twice. This movie gets a five. Chavez was annoying. It just, I don't know, this didn't really propel the MCU forward typically like other movies do. I agree with that. Like Eternals, it doesn't do anything either, in my opinion, as far as pushing the narrative forward. Let alone on cable, I probably won't watch it either. All right, but yeah, I would also give this a five. It's not... Yikes. Too interesting, and it's not too uninteresting but again i expected more out of what marvel could bring because i think at the time that they were closing that fox deal maybe like 2018 2019 they had their clear vision and then the complication started when they started now integrating all the fox properties into this matt gave it a five i am also going to give it a five so, Mike, what score would you give Doctor Strange? So, when I left the movie theater yesterday, I actually had it, like, at a 7. Like, right around that mark. I still feel like I need to see it again. But I, I've already said that before. I got... That's just kind of me now. I have to see movies twice to see how I really feel about them. But like I said, on first watch, I wasn't sitting there like, oh, I can't stand this movie. I think it's terrible. I thought it was pretty good. I just... A couple of things I was just kind of wondering. Like, I don't know why they went that route, but... We'll see what happens. And like I said, one thing, the Illuminati thing is kind of, eh, I don't know, rubbed me a little bit the wrong way just because I was like, eh, you know, <laughs> I would have rather you just set it up and done it right. I mean, technically, Doctor Strange is only Illuminati. And I said, well, maybe, like I said, maybe they'll revisit it again later on down the line. I don't know. I think it was a good sequel for Doctor Strange just because, like I said, that first one, I mean, I just watched it and I was still sitting there like, I don't think it's one of the better origin movies they have. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great either. And I just feel like with Doctor Strange, especially after Infinity War, like I said, seeing his powers and where he can go with stuff, I feel like this is way better representation of that because you could actually see stuff that he's doing and how he's definitely way more knowledgeable and skilled within that. Outside of technicality, he'd still be Sorcerer Supreme. Like, it wouldn't be Wong at all. <laughs> so, like I said, I didn't think it was bad. I just, a couple decisions, I'm just kind of curious why they went the way they went and where they're supposed to be going with this. We'll know in due time. That's just kind of how Marvel works. If I wanted to be funny and I really wanted to ding it, I would say because they had the damn Avatar 2 trailer at the beginning of the <laughs> shit. They had the Avatar 2 trailer in the movie? Yeah. 
I already knew it because I already. Well, I didn't check that out. Oh, Avatar Two Trail was gonna be on the movie. I was like, right, fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, so Mike gives it seven. Keith gave it a seven. Matt and I gave it a five. James probably gives it a ten because Sam Raimi did it. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh man, Peace Game Podcast. Don't see Avatar 2. 